Good morning. Good morning. Oh my, what a beautiful morning we have this morning. That um, cold bite is not here anymore, which is... I am not under a blanket this morning. Yeah, I am. I I like being cosy. Oh, that's... Yeah, you just don't really like being under a blanket. (laughs) But there is a slight breeze around, which uh, gusts into somewhat of a wind. So hopefully it doesn't interfere too much with our audio. Uh, But we're going to sit out here and we're going to brave the elements still anyway, because I just love this. Stunning. That blue among the clouds. Got a bit of cloud cover this morning as well, so the temperature's, I think, a bit nicer as a result. You don't have that clear sky, frosty chill in the morning, which is which is nice. My fingers aren't actually frozen on the microphone here. Yeah, my coffee's still warm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of complaining. It's like the, the plight of the podcasters for the last three days. <laughs> it's been awesome. It so I've loved dramatic. every minute of it, but... Um, there's just these uh, fun little fun little things that come along with how we're doing it. How are you today? I'm good. I'm feeling really good. I'm a bit tired because Maya woke us up an hour early. But, you know, we moved through that. But I over, like a... How, how am I this morning? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite... I actually feel... I feel pretty empowered. That's nice. Yes, yes, it is. Because I've always said it before, but like I actually feel it now. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I'm empowered. And I'm like, no. Oh, I just want to go back to her and be like, no. oh, honey, oh, honey, oh, honey, no, oh, <laughs> honey, you got no idea. You got no idea what you're about to, what you're about to experience. No, honestly, I, f- I feel really good. I feel like I'm in control of myself more than I ever have been, and I'm sure that's um, got to it's got a lot to do with like uh, the last two weeks that has you know for us like what's just what we've been able to accomplish and what we've been able to um i don't know just what we've been able to do it's just incredible things at least seem to be working which is nice yeah i think that's why it's like i know it's not because of the last two weeks that things are happening now it's because of what we've been doing for the last four years together um and i think it's all our hard work there that has brought us here so i'm I'm just very grateful. I just, I just, yeah, I think it's because we're starting to feel the results, the authentic results, because we really have surrendered. We've surrendered everything. So Because like in the past, you think, you think we thought we sort of did it. I think I'd say numerous times we thought that oh, we, I, right? I guess, surrendered our, um, <laughs> our life up to, and our decisions up to, up to a higher power. And, you know, it, it's, it's really not until more recently that we've actually felt what it is to truly surrender i know i have a lot more difficulty with it than you do because i'm very in my head well it's in your chart (laughs) (laughs) i'm very logically minded um so i i'm more or less i'm pretty i'm a pretty grounded person but it's like that grounding nature of mine doesn't mean is also (laughs) rooted in in the material not I'm not saying like a materialism but like it's rooted in the material yeah. reality you're logical yeah so it's difficult structure. it's difficult for me to sort of let go of that uh, I guess connection and and to just allow allow anything to potentially happen because that's the natural human state to be you know the way you're, you're made you know is to is to think and to be logical and reasonable and you know, have structure and all of that. So, of course, it's going to be difficult. Of course, that's going to be a biggest challenge. My my biggest challenge is discipline because I'm all, I'm all over the place. All the yeah, time. You have the opposite problem. I have the opposite. <laughs> that's why you have what I what I need and I have what you need. And that's why we work because we've noticed that, recognize that, and we actually utilize each other. I'm going to say use each other. We utilize each other. And we, we like, I learn from you. I learn how to think clearly, you know, I, I think logically make things simpler rather than more complicated um my focus is better like i'm like okay no that's all garbage now i know like this is what i need to focus on and you know just drop it and i'm it's it's easier for me to quickly drop things you know like and instead of getting caught up in the chaos of my mind (laughs) and the creativity of my, my my imagination this is why i believe in the importance of marriage um or at least of of long term um, a close relationship yeah. I think it's so important to recognise that it's not 
It's going to sound horrible. But you as you are, are not what you could be, let's say. Sure. And I think it takes, it takes a, a sustained alternate perspective to help to bring out in you or to help highlight or to maybe uh, illuminate yep. um, those areas of your life where you could improve. Mm. And oh, you've, you've without, that, with, without that, you, continue, you basically can just solidify yourself as you are. Unless you're incredibly open and you're you you have an incredible way of interacting with the world around you, and you can you can gain those that stimuli those stimuli from from, from the environment around you, and you can develop based off your your complete awareness of everything that's going on. For me, I don't think I'm I'm that fantastic at it. Like I said, I'm too grounded in <laughs> in material reality and, and logical thinking to to really open myself up like that. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a barrier that you've really helped me to, to break down. And so that's what I mean. I've needed this relationship. Yeah. I've needed to be, be able to open up to someone, to you, over a long period of time so that we can develop a kind of... I, I say, because I always try and figure out how to word it. Yeah. I always struggle to figure out how to word this kind of thing. I always... I, I just... The best thing I can think of at this point is, is to say it's like a dialogue. We start a dialogue between the two of us, yeah. which is ongoing, I which like which doesn't stop, you know, for the for the duration of, of our relationship together, and we both contribute to that dialogue, and over time, we we utilize it to our advantage in in that we develop we really develop an understanding of each other and an understanding of ourselves because that dialogue contains within it the space that's accepting of each other and also the space that each other can grow into mm. and that's what it allows and you build up a kind of history with someone you build up a picture with someone you build up a a real life with someone that is helping you to flourish that i really feel like is lacking when you're by yourself mm. when you don't have a, a second perspective to really bounce things off um with well, we're, you know, we, we need people. Like, if we were meant to be on our own, we would come to this life on our own. As in, like, there would be no one else. We wouldn't need anything. Like, we have everything we need, which means, like, we have others to help us. Even when we're, like, even in our business, right? Like, we've just noticed, like, we actually can't do everything. Even if it's two of us, we can't do this. We need other people to help us grow because they might know something that we don't. So other people are strong where we're lacking. That's it. Yeah. And just, just like our relationship, it's like for me to grow more, for me to fully step into myself, I needed you to, to encourage me, to see me. Like, you, you saw me from day one. You're like, I, I know who you are and who you could be. And as did I for you. And it's like, when you do that, when you allow yourself to see that and then help bring out that version, that best, the best out of them, you know, and encourage them and, and like be their cheerleader. It's like, it's, it's really magnificent how, how quickly you can grow. It's, it's truly amazing how quickly things can, re your whole life can really be blessed. I think when you open up, and you you invite new things in you invite uh, different perspectives and you invite other people to have an influence on you mm. then yeah i think the growth is rapid if you remain closed off and you're not interested in in picking up on anything that's around you and you're not allowing anything to influence you then you're really preventing yourself from from taking a lot of steps in directions that could be really beneficial for you to take. Thing is, things are going to influence you. Like things influence me all the time. You know, like right now, this environment, I could be complaining about the cold. You know, I, we could be complaining about the cold. We could be complaining that we're still a bit tired. Uh, we could be complaining that, oh my God, where's the sun? You can't see the sunrise. We could... We're, we're choosing. It's that choice. It's choosing how, how you're going to... Um, what your perspective is, choosing your perspective. You choose it. Like we're gonna get influenced either way. Like even if we were together and we were, we would have been struggling, but we would have been together because we knew that we were made for each other. You know, it's like we still would have struggled and struggled and struggled and struggled. And it's like, do you, we chose it. Like we don't want to live like that. How can we make our life a little bit easier? Oh, we got to get along. We got, oh, we got to accept each other. Oh, okay. You know, and, and because I think we were ready for each other when we came together anyway. You know, I, I was, I, I know I was. 
um, you know, I, not not in my not consciously because I was over relationships, but I was energetically ready and spiritually ready for you because I knew that because I, I was ready to do the work, and as were you, obviously, and we wanted to just have a good full life. So, you know, that's the perfect time. That's divine timing. Like you were my you were my outcome from all the hard work that I'd done up until that point. You know, it's, yes, I have you and, you know, like this life is really great and we work together well together and that, but we've really worked at it. Like you do, you get influenced, but you get to choose though how you get influenced, either positive or negative. And I think that, that requires you to have an open mind, just plain and simple. Mm. You have to be open to something new and you have to be willing to give it a try. You have to be willing to see what it can do for you. Mm. If you're not willing to to allow yourself, so I'm just letting Freud have his airtime here. <laughs> if you're not willing to allow yourself to be influenced, there's only so far you can really go with a lot of things. When I met you and I saw how how much we aligned on a lot of very significant things mm. in terms of worldview and values and things like that, I was like, this is this is awesome. This is really amazing. It's like it's like a lot of that that initial groundwork was already laid just in that initial conversation where you get to know someone you're like we we have a lot in common yeah and that made me obviously want to continue to be around you yeah and over time when you build up that relationship and that rapport with each other i think you just you just open yourself up more and more to them and their perspective becomes more more valid and more necessary to you and and yeah you start taking it on like yeah, I started yeah. and then, and then I guess over time, it's not to say that when you first meet someone, just without thinking, you just open yourself up to No, them. God, no. You can't it's do that. You have, to, you have to be very <laughs> discerning in who you open yourself up with. And we've learned that too. Yeah. You know, you can't <laughs> simply just, <laughs> we've had a few experiences where someone's come into our lives and it's been, it's been a whirlwind. Like initially it's a good thing, right? So yeah. we had a, we had a person come into our lives at the island remember and it was oh, when we yes. first met this yes. person it was like oh this is amazing like it was it was it was a person that was very very firm and very confident in what she believed very, and who she was very confident and i i love that about a person yeah. right in that okay this person obviously knows something enough to be so confident in it and to give so much of themselves to it they must know something that I don't. So I'm just going to have a conversation and just, just literally sit there and, and open, open myself up to, to hearing what, what she had to say. And it was, it was great. We had a great, she time, had a lot to say. Great conversation. She had a lot to say, the right? And things. then over the coming sort of weeks, that sort of high started to peter, peter out a little bit. And it was like, it was, it was less of a real confident. It's, it's, this it's, it's sort of, I'm trying to I'm trying to carefully word it. Yeah. It sort of was less over time evident that it was a genuinely confident, empowered person that we were talking to and interacting with and more of someone who is projecting an idea or an identity yeah. of themselves on the world around them for whatever reason. And so we realized that because we went we went pretty not we didn't go intense, but we gave a lot of ourselves to this person. Yeah. And we're like, we this, is, this, is our, we this is a lot of very, stuff that's going on in our personal life. We trusted life. naively, I think. Yeah, we did. We trusted a lot, you know, that she'd look after personal, personal aspects of our experience. And it kind of, we, we just learned a few things later that made, made us realize that this wasn't exactly the person that you wanted to be sharing those things with. And it was probably one of the last. And if we had have been a little bit more discerning initially... Yeah and a little bit more reserved and a little bit more hands-off, I think that, this is probably sounding so vague, I think that we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have given ourselves so much. Well, we were looking for someone to look up to at that point in time. Remember, we were like, just bring someone into our lives that we can look up to, that we can... Um, like a mentor. That we can, like a mentor or something, because we hadn't had that. And we were looking for that, because we needed to improve. We wanted to improve and we wanted to improve in a specific way. So this person showed up and we're like, wow. And um, who met through our sister, who I trust. So, and she also got a rude awakening too. She was just like, whoa, 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 what's going on? What's going on? What is this? This is a bit much, it's too intense. This is, I don't feel safe. I don't feel trusted. I don't feel respected. 
I'm and a lot went down and it was and you had to you had to cut her off and she was not happy about it she was not happy about it and it creates such a oh kind of that energy was just so intense um this is not a bad person no no no, no, no. Not at is, all, all her yeah. intentions were genuinely good it was good her intentions were good yeah. the thing is like when your intentions are good it's not always the right thing it's not always what did you what do you say it's like when you had you what did you say used to say like um you can have all the the best intentions but what did, what did, the outcome yeah something like if it doesn't if the ends are bad or yeah. they're not they don't they don't work out to the benefit of anybody yeah seemingly then all the best intentions kind of aren't worth anything yeah and this gets into that gets into like even the deeper ethical considerations and things like that you mm. know because you can say the the ends justify the means is, is sort of one way of putting it yeah. like if your intention is yeah, then what you like, perceive to be something great, then however you go about achieving that is justified. Because that's it. what you're trying even to do. Even if you're hurting others, yeah. even if you're going about it's it horrific. the wrong way, it's that's it. When you look back through history, the the ideology that in, in, includes something like the ends justify the means has never, <laughs> or very rarely, I think, led to very um, beneficial outcomes mm. for those living under those type of regimes. Yeah. And so it's it's not exactly it's but it's it's a balance, right? Because you need to have an intention. Anytime you act, you need to know why you're acting, right? But then you know you set a plan. You be like, how do I? How? What's the best way for me to um, create this outcome? Because I'm like, I have really good intentions sometimes, but people like will misunderstand me and misinterpret me and all of that, and then they blame me, and then they, you know, it's like, no, no I didn't. But that's not my fault. And then. I, and then I'm just like, no, you're the problem, not me. And it's like, no, no, you have to be like, hang on, could I have maybe gone about this a better way? Well, that's it. You can have really great intentions, but really bad strategy for that's it. And the communication, bad intention. communication. Like it's it's really easy to get caught up in your own ego. That's ego. When you have it, like when I when I set intentions and I'm like, oh, right, I'm gonna go about it, and then I do it, and then people get pissed off around me and get angry at me, and then I'm just like, no, whatever. Like that's ego. It's like, no, no, I have to go about this a different way. So instead of actually doing anything about it, I like survey the situation. I don't say anything yet. I, I try to feel, because I'm, I'm all about the feeling and I'm like empathic so I can feel everything, energies, very sensitive to energies. So I sense the energies. Is this the right time or is it not? Is this the right time to bring this up? Is this the right time to act and behave in, in accordance to my intention or could I just maybe leave it? Is it important? Because it might not even be important. Most of the time, it's just, it's not even for others, it's for myself and learning something about myself. So I'm like, instead, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to hold my ground and hold this space. And usually that works for me. Now, I'm very different to you. So, like, you'd, you'd go about things a different way. But yeah. 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 It's hard. It's, I've, I think it does really take a, a level of intuition to really bring to fruition some kind of intention that you've got. Mm. I think maybe we should just tie up that loose end of that story. I think we, we yeah, ended yeah. up not speaking to the person and, and, yeah, we had and to. letting her go kind of thing because for our own well-being, I think, and we really learnt from that, yeah. you can't simply just open yourself up to absolutely anyone at absolutely any time. You, ne you do need to be discerning and you do need to actually build a genuine sort of rapport and an understanding of each other in order to be able to go forward mm. in a deeper sort of setting in that relationship. But I think you should always, in a weird sort of perhaps contradiction, I think you should always approach new people or approach these uh, new pe yeah, new people openly mm. to, to at least hear them out and hear what they have to say. Because if you never open yourself up to the possibility of a deeper connection, then you're never going to start a deeper connection at all. So it's not to say never open yourself up. It's just be discerning about who you who you go deeper with. Yeah. And there's certain things, and maybe that's more of an intuitive feel with someone. Maybe it's based on experience. It's hard to say specifically what exactly the criteria is for beginning a deeper or going deeper in a relationship below just that surface greeting. Well, I, I was going to say, you, you ask a lot of questions, right? You you need to know like your foundation. I mean, we, we all do. It's, it's very important. But you've taught me this. That's why I'm bringing it up. Um, you ask a lot of questions to find out and to gauge 
where they're at with a specific thing you know so you have a foundation you know what you want out of a friendship right you know what you want out of a relationship or you at least want to know what this person has to offer you like whoever you come into contact with so you're very good at asking questions whether you are aware of it or not but perhaps what's what could be easier is if we when it have an idea of what to like like the gauge like a like a bar or something to know okay is this person trustworthy like a discernment bar or something do you know what i mean and it's like knowing what to ask is like is this person the right like for me i always like do i feel good am i feeling good in this conversation because i'm all about energy i feel everything so i'm like i'm not feeling good and it, usually during it i'm like why don't i feel good and then i'll ask a specific question or something and then i know exactly why i don't feel good or i don't feel good i have to like you tie up the conversation and um after that i have to think about it, and we usually have a discussion and i'm like i didn't feel good in that conversation i didn't feel good in that interaction and did you get that vibe and then you said well i noticed this and then you know what i mean and it's like yeah i'm trying to think of so, because you, because you, you're definitely a, a, a feel person. Yeah, like I'm just going to go person. with that because it's like. Yeah, well, I mean, I it's, it's it, it is it is who you are. You're very yeah. intuitive with a lot of things, and I'm sure your interactions, your approach with that same level of intuition. Me, I think, I, I think I, I know what I have, who I am, and, and what's important to me. I think, because I haven't specifically thought about it, so I'm just thinking about this now. Yeah. And I think when I'm interacting with someone, I'm either aware prior to having that interaction, if I know the person, I'm either aware of what it is that an interaction with this person can give me. Yep. Or if I haven't had a relationship with them before, it's about learning what this what this person can give me and that's and I don't mean that it probably sounds like it's a selfish thing like you're just using people around you but it's like it's not that it's I want meaning to be in in everything right I don't want to have meaningless communications or meaningless interactions meaningless relationships I don't want to have life where things are just done because I either feel that they should be done by convention or they should be done by obligation or they're just there because I'm too lazy to really take stock of what's important and what I want. Because that's hard to manage, you know, when you're really, when you're not paying attention to things and then you start to all of a sudden reflect on, okay, I want to bring more meaning into my life. I want things to be better. I want to improve myself. You have to really take stock of, you know, all the the dead weight that you've got around you. Yeah. And sometimes... I was going to say you open a can of worms when you decide stuff something like that. There's a lot of dead weight. And... That's not to say that people, other people are bad if you decide this this person doesn't give me what I need. Yeah. It's not that. It's just that person just doesn't align with you. Mm. And it's, it is okay to let that relationship go. Yeah. Probably for the betterment of both of you. Because even if that person wants to continue a relationship with you, you're never going to be in it. Mm. Or you're not going to be in it for at least a while. And they'll sense because that you, too. you've changed, you know, yeah. you, you develop and you grow, and you've decided I want different things, I want new things. I'm not the same person that you saw me as, and so I have to, I have to let you go. Not necessarily because you're a bad, not because you're a bad person, no. and not even because you don't deserve me in your life. It's because everyone deserves authentic interaction and authentic communications with people. I think most people appreciate deeper conversations, mm. and. I think if I can't give you a meaningful interaction, that goes against my my values because I want meaning. Yeah. But I feel like it it's also does an injustice or a disservice to you because I'm not in this with you. I'm just doing this because of old times' sake or yeah. because I feel like I have to, you know? Yeah. That's not right. No. So f- from those sort of perspectives, it's like you do have to sort of take stock like that and, and, and make sure that you're keeping things as authentic as possible. I think for me, when it comes to having an interaction with someone, I think it's 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 along those lines. It's, is this interaction meaningful? Does this person have something meaningful to offer to me that will keep me engaged with them? And that's not, like I, like I said, I just I say, I say it and I'm no, like, oh, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> no. But because I, I, I want to be open to people. Yeah. I want to believe the best in people. That's, that's not naive because I know that some people just unfortunately don't have the best intentions. Yeah. It's, I don't have a fundamental belief that people are basically good. 
and that's probably the that's probably the 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 more religious influence on me but i think that that does help to safeguard you against naivety and but again it doesn't mean don't trust anyone it means be open but be very discerning and very careful with who you're allowing into your space and who you're sharing it's like hold your boundaries with Hold yeah, keep the boundary, boundary up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But you have to, you still have to be open and you have to figure yeah. out how to probe. I'm saying like ha- yeah. be open, but also just protect yourself in that energy so you don't get suckered in. So I think for me, I, because I need to like reason a little bit and I'm a bit more analytical, I think I need to, there's like a criteria that needs to be fulfilled for me in order. And this, this is, this has happened through experience, like I said, because obviously I didn't have this type of thing when. You know, we've, we've met people in the past and we've just got a bit overzealously started, you know, latching onto them a little bit. Yeah. That's those experiences have taught me to be a little to bit be, more yeah. careful yeah. and and detached when, when, when viewing new relationships. Mm. But it's like being open to what they what they could potentially offer so that you know, okay, this person can this person can have a conversation about this. Mm. This person finds this important. All right, like we I align too, on that. I yeah, too find I that, too find or, that I, or, or I don't know a little. I don't know enough about that, so let me learn. Yeah, you know, and then you can really start to just through asking a few questions initially, you can start to see I can I can provide value in this way. You can provide value for me in that way, and that that to me is probably what I look for when I'm when I'm interacting. It's like, is this going to be a meaningful discussion? Full stop. Yes. Is this a meaningful relationship? Full stop. And it's like, and that doesn't mean that every single element of the relationship no. needs to be meaningful in itself. It just means that is there something that we can both give to each other? Yeah. Well, it's the is element. It's even if it's one thing, is there one thing that I can give to someone and that person can give to me? And hopefully, like in, in our case, obviously, which is a relief because we're married, <laughs> we fulfill a lot. We give each other a lot yeah. that we individually are lacking. That's the energy exchange. Like in every interaction, you are you are in an exchange of energy. You are giving and you are receiving in every interaction, romantic or not. I think when you, when everyone looks for what you can give me, what, what can I, what can I get out of this interaction? Because it's just, that's just where we are. I think we, other people won't admit it because they're like, no, that's just so selfish. It's like, no, no, it's, it's a beautiful thing because we are all so different and I love how unique and our ex- everyone's experience is so different. And I love that. I love that everyone has their own stories. Everyone has their own perspectives. Like we've experienced the same thing over the last two years, but we have two very, very different perspectives. Like we have experienced the same thing, yet we have, we have our perspectives are very different and we, have, and we feel different about it. It's like it, like it was really hard for me in different ways than for you. Like it, it just like we experience the same thing, but we we have a di- we, because we come from different histories, just because we come from different like um, uh, experiences in life in general, like that enhances what like what we can learn about that situation. It just adds another perspective. That's why working together and and live and marriage and ha- choosing a partner, life partner, and ha- having that relationship for life is so valuable because you can you have someone another perspective that actually helps you understand something that you might not and you're going to be like open and that openness because we're we're very limited as individuals aren't we i I only had so much we're locked into our personal memories our personal sense situation yeah we're locked into our our personal beliefs. We're locked into our bodies. We're locked into our singular viewpoint of yeah. the world, yeah. right? And I think when you have interactions with others, obviously, you start to open up to a different way of all those things. And I, and if you if you allow yourself to take a lot of that on board, then you really start to deepen your you deepen your experience, not just your perspective. I but think we really your like entire we've experience that we really experience that with with people even like online and everything like I, I feel like the way we interact like the way I, I read now is very different because like before I was just reading because I'm like oh reading's really good for me but now because I'm I've, I've I'm choosing meaning in my life like every aspect of my life has meaning it's not like I'm choosing it's actually everything has meaning and it has proven itself to me that that's that's in alignment with me it's like now when I read, I'm like, what can this book give me? What am I, what is it trying to tell me right now? You know, and just when I'm experiencing anything, 
it's like it's sometimes when I'm doing my cards, my oracle cards in the morning or, or any at any point, I'm like, what what do I need right now? What do I need to know right now that I don't know? What is something that needs to come up right now for me to deal with so that I can move forward? And that's that openness and holding like holding a boundary, like holding holding my fort, being like, okay, no, I, I'm protected, but I want to be open to what I can, what more I can experience, what more knowledge I can take in. What do I need to know right now? And it's that's another perspective. Where the, it's- one of the things I love with the book too is that you can't shut the person up. You yeah. can't shut the author up. You <laughs> yeah. can close the book, yeah. But if you're brave enough to keep reading, you can't yeah. shut them up. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to allow them to finish their idea they'll always be there though too if you put if you close it you're like oh you're the one who walked out you're the one who shut the door yeah and then it's, it's like they're, they're going to be the waiting they're going i'm because it, it is i love reading yeah and I, i'm the exact same right that's how that's but you've you, taught you me say, that yeah you've taught me you, that because you, you tell me like it's amazing how you can just read a book and you just remember so much from it and the Gosh, information every just sticks freaking detail it's crazy but the, re- the reason is not necessarily because i've got a fantastic memory for it because most of the time i feel like I, there's nothing special about me as a reader at all there's nothing that makes me different there's nothing about my brain that makes it more conducive to retaining information i don't think i think i just when i read i allow i i allow my circumstance to kind of dictate what's relevant to me yeah and then i take that relevance and i apply it to reading because i just love i love reading i love i love acquiring new information Mm -hmm. i I love hearing you know different perspectives i love stretching my mind a little bit so it's like when i when i'm going through something yeah like you said i like to try and find something that can kind of shed a little bit of light on that and read that and then every single part of the book or most parts of a book then uh in that moment while i'm reading it have at least some level of relevance to me so i'm going to be more open to it like in school you don't remember it and i'm not going into school or anything but i'm just saying you don't remember a lot of stuff from school because it's a lot of it doesn't seem to be relevant to you it's mm. not made to be relevant to your life so you don't retain most of it yeah. and it, to me it's like books i retain information from at least in the moment because you know you read a lot and after a while you start to forget what specific book gave you what piece of information but you read it in the moment and you retain the information because you're like, this is why it's relevant to my life right now. So I allow my circumstance to dictate what's relevant to me. And then I, I read, I make book selections based off that relevance. And then that helps me to then retain information as I'm learning. Yeah. And apply it too. And apply it. Because you've just learned a new perspective. I I, I, um, I value that. Like I, That's what I love about you and that's what I've learned. Like I started reading economics because I, I knew it was going to happen, right? Because of the... The whole trend, the whole cultural trend um, to label things as Ah. ist or or an ism. Sure. Like sexist or racist or all that sort of stuff. And I knew knew that in 2020, um, when when Black Lives Matter was was going rampant, I knew it was all over the media. I knew that it... I, I, I obviously... Because you, you hear it before. Like it's never... I feel like it's never been so prominent as it is now or as it has been. I knew that capitalism itself in the mainstream was going to come under fire from media pundits and i knew that was going to happen and i was just waiting for it and i was waiting for for someone who was touting the black lives matter line to come out and say that capitalism itself is racist sure and as yes i was vindicated because that is that that actually happened and i was like you know what i don't look i don't believe it as such but i to be honest don't even know what capitalism is so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go grab a book and learn a little bit about it. And I got economics for dummies, and then that's what started my my kind of foray into the economics sphere. And you, you start to listen to a few podcasts and stuff, and very quickly you start to accumulate information and knowledge because it's relevant. And because it's relevant, right? And then knowledge of economics. As soon as I started to realize what economics was and how it actually impacted everyday life. I'm like, no, economics is always relevant. It is insane how relevant economics is. Yeah. And to have a good understanding of, of, of economy and the elements of an economy and just, just how it's how it fundamentally at its at its most crude form is, is simply how one makes decisions in scarcity. Yeah. How to allocate resources which are scarce. And it's like we know economics to be you know, to do with to do with things like gdp and and work and 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 trade and markets and all that type of stuff but you can you economize on things in your everyday life and as i started to realize that i'm like wow it's 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 a it's such a broad topic and it's so relevant to everything and i had no idea because i was never taught about it yeah and anyway it just took that little that little spark 
of inspiration or motivation initially to learn about it because it, it I knew it was relevant mm. to then go, okay, I'm going to learn about it. And it's a lot of stuff. I, I, I've picked it up very quickly because I'm interested and I know how it's relevant to my life. You're very good at um, uh, like when you're curious about something, doing something about it. Like I get curious about things and don't always fully immerse myself in it. I'm learning to. That's something I'm really learning to. I'm like, if I have inspiration, I'll go sit and paint or sit and draw or sit and write or just write then and there, go and, and work on it because I've seen how, like, you have to kind of take action as soon as you get inspiration or, you know, be curious about something. It's like when, when an idea pops in, catch it. Um, but I, you're very you're very good at that. comes very naturally to you, which is very powerful. And it, and it's probably another reason why you just retain so much information because you're, you're a doer. You're also a manifesting generator, so they're very like go 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 do do. They're doers, but they want to know and they absorb information like anything. And they're incredible like multitaskers. Like you are just I don't know how you actually get all the stuff done yesterday. Because I'm you know. detail list oriented. Yeah, I know, and I'm not. I'm <laughs> like I feel, and I'm like if I don't if I need to get the dishes done, and I don't feel good about it, that's going to create a huge. <laughs> It's going to take me about four hours to do the dishes because it, well, it doesn't actually, but it, it takes me a long time and you get so frustrated. Well, so you give me a list and a time frame. I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'll do it. And you do it in like half that time because you're like, nah, I can do it quicker. I can do it. And that is also when you retain information when it's relevant. Like when you are curious about something and you'll learn, it is incredible how much you have learned in the last, say, even, even the last like year, I would say. It, it's like how much you've actually been able to understand about a new topic or new topics sorry new topics like politics economics like yes you were interested in it but like you said you didn't even know what capital capitalism was and that kind of thing and you were like you admitted that you didn't know like that's a really powerful trait to have you have to admit you when you don't know something when you don't understand something i was terrified to ask questions in school and everywhere because i don't want to look stupid by not knowing anything so all my life i was like yeah i know that oh yeah 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 going along with it making me dumber because i was admitting i was admitting i was lying to myself it's like, you don't know what that is. You have an idea of it, but you don't know what that is. You haven't experienced well, it. I obviously, and I mean, we all do. I obviously have my own perspective, my own biases, mm. obviously. And I have my own political views and my own views on, I think, morally what a good society is. And even when I was learning about capitalism, because I always felt like it's just, it's a, it's a weird thing to just be like pro or, or anti it. You know, obviously the, the classic... Um, antithesis of capitalism is your communism, and I actually, I actually read the Communist Manifesto before I learned anything about capitalism, because mm. you just hear the classic, you know, communism's bad, communism bad, like it's just and you just don't know why you it's like, evil. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so it's easy authoritarian, to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, I mean, obviously, with with me, with having no, when I read it, I had no political consciousness, I had no yeah. economic consciousness at all, I, and I, I read it not really understanding the significance of it as a historical movement. You were open. I was open to it, but I didn't understand enough of the context of the book and of the of the theory in itself to really actually get a grasp on its significance, right? And I think as I as I learnt a little bit more about economics, I actually read Lenin's State and Revolution, and I really actually started from from having a wholesale rejection of Marxist ideas and communism as a as an ideology. I started, I, I read, he, and his, he doesn't, he, I think, viewed himself as having a very um, textbook perfected version of, of Marx's ideas, but just reading that and, and hearing his take on it and a lot of the issues that, that he raised and that he was quoting Marx as having raised, I'm like, they're, they're still with us. These are actually valid freaking issues right now. These are these are real problems, like huge bureaucracies, centralized force in governments. You know, monopolies on power. Yeah. They fucking lootly. You know, you, you've got large multinational corporations where the CEOs of which, or the board of the boards of directors, have a significant amount of financial clout that are able to lobby governments and and and, and alter policy to their benefit. Yes, these things are genuine issues that these people raised. Now, obviously, there's there's a lot. There's a lot that I really just I don't like and I don't appreciate. And you can understand how the ideology gets twisted into something pretty horrific. Yeah. 
But I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. When I was reading that stuff, I was open to it. And I'm like, no, they, there, there are significant problems, right? And that actually started to influence my my views, right? I, I tended to view myself as more libertarian-minded mm. and and more sort of pro-capitalist. You know, I've read Thomas Sowell, and he he's fantastic as well as, as an economic guy and, and a f- general philosopher as well. I'd love to get more of his books because I just he's just got a wealth of knowledge. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I was I was just. I still, I still have a lot of views from the from the past in terms of capitalism and and, and the benefits of it and why it's good and and what it's done for humanity in a good way. But just reading a little bit of a different perspective to it, you're like you can absolutely see how it gets warped and twisted. And you know, Thomas Sowell does provide a lot of explanation for that. Um, but even still, it gives it sheds a lot of light on the the power structures of society and how. The ideas that inspired your Karl Marxes and Friedrich Engels, those, the 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 thing that it, that's inspired those ideas, it's still around. I I think it seems to me that a lot of those things are still around. So you can't throw the baby out with bathwater with a lot of that stuff and say, well, Marxist ideology in its entirety led to dictatorships and totalitarian regimes which oppressed people on mass and destroyed lives. Yes, a lot of them did, but I think that's because a lot of the ideology was heavily flawed and a lot of it's revolutionary in nature. Since mm. the French Revolution, a lot of it is incredibly revolutionary in nature and, and that's going to lead to a lot of destruction and, and I think a lot of that is in the ideology, but a lot of that's in the, humans, in the, human, in the human entity. You know, we're corruptible. You give us a significant amount of power and enough ambition and drive and I think we'd all start to do terrible things with it. Mm. Um, and I don't mean to derail. <laughs> I, I love your tangent. But I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah, it. no, I have learned, I have learned a lot because things have become relevant to me. And, yeah. and it, when you open yourself up to hearing alternate views mm. and you, you come at those views with the skepticism because you do need to guard yourself a little bit. You do have to yeah. guard yourself. I'm like, I have my little beliefs that I don't want to have fractured or destroyed <laughs> because, you know, that they're my kind of safety and my kind of control <sighs> and security in this world. But if you come with at least a, a protected sort of border up and you, you open yourself a little bit to, to different ideas, I think you really find yourself taking on something valuable and you start to expand your worldview a little bit. I'm, I'm a lot more open to to, to anarchi- anarchism these days. Mm. I'm open to it. I, I don't exactly know because I haven't really gone into it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tend to, my, my libertarian streak is, is tending towards the more... Um, You've... Um anarchist yeah. type yeah I you've taught me view. how to be um skeptical and even though it's been a very very uncomfortable experience especially when it's come to be, like come to my faith um and because i was brought up quite strongly religious um it kind of wasn't working for me and uh i was already moving away from it but i didn't know why and then you come along and you're asking me all these questions and I like I realized how little I actually knew about Christianity and and the church and and religion in, in itself. I actually didn't know much about it. It was just it was very heavily pushed on me growing up and um, and I had no idea and there was a there was a rebellion. Like I, I definitely stopped and I started to do more mindfulness stuff, moving toward more spirituality and that you've coming into my life and kind of telling me or saying asking questions and figuring out why 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 asking me why what i'm like I, 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 I don't know and i'm like oh my god what is do i even have faith like what is this like what have i been you know and it, it really threw me because faith has been a huge part of my life faith in itself not like religion faith um, you know, I've always believed in angels. I've always just had this connection to spirit, but I haven't really known how to kind of articulate it or feel, like or feel it or connect with it up until, you know, just probably before we, I met you. And then I started to kind of delve into that. And then when we met, you started to crit, like not criticize, but you were starting to ask questions about it. And then why do you, but why? But why do you believe that? But why do you like, don't you this? And I'm like, oh my God, I actually have no foundation. <laughs> And I'm freaking out. Like it, it's really hard to be like to actually open yourself up to that, to that sphere and saying, I, 
I'm flawed. I might have built an entire construct on on sand. Totally. And well, I was. I was falling. I was sinking. I was not. I wasn't grounded in anything. And you've taught me how to be grounded in something, anything. Just pick something. So I chose faith, and that's probably it's been you know. But like I was okay with it because I had a better understanding of what it was. I, you you actually allowed me to ask more questions just to, with myself. It's like, do you really believe that? Do you really, or did someone tell you to believe that? Did, do you actually believe that or is did someone else tell you to believe it? It's like, and then it really gets you, and it's taken a, like a long time, but four years and I am so okay with being like, I, I didn't believe it. someone else forced that on me. I'm conditioned. I am so conditioned. It is absolutely crazy, especially when you when you're doing your personal development and you're actually growing and you've overcome things already. You know, you you kind of you've scraped the top surface, all that garbage that was at the front at the top, and then you kind of get into the the next layer, and that next layer is like, oh, it's just painful because you're like, oh my god, I am, so, I have been influenced by everything around me. I am so conditioned. I didn't even like. I wouldn't think two seconds about things usually. I would just totally, like na naively, just believe everyone because I had that trust in everyone. Everyone's good and all that crap. And it's like, no, we're, ne we're neither good nor bad. We're just having an experience. And you know, there's and you gotta have both good and bad to learn things. You yeah. gotta you gotta go through the bad to appreciate the good. Life is not a rainbow, nor should it be. Fuck no. Look look at when we saw that rainbow, that radial. Ra I don't know what that, that was, was that phenomenon. Um, and you know, look look what we experienced before that. You know, and you could say that even in that moment, like we crossed a snake right, you know, right there, which. That was crazy. It's oh so symbolic, God. isn't it? So that symbolic. Entire, um, you know, it's experience. got the transformation, you know, the devil, the like all this kind of that challenge. It shocked the hell out of me when we saw it because you were like, oh my God, honey, come and see this. And you're like, oh, because it was a snake. I'm like, fuck, snake. I was in such Middle fear. Middle of winter and there's a brown snake. Right there. Right in front of us. Yeah. Just right in front of us. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my gosh. And this is obviously for another time. But it, the moment, like that rainbow that was there, that phenomenon that I, we have never experienced before, that feeling of, oh, <gasps> We are held. Like, this is faith. It's a proof of my faith. That's all I after needed. After stepping over the snake. After, after snapping over the snake. Even, like, I went around it. You, you went over snake. it. I mean, you didn't know that it was there. But you went over it. I went around it. Yeah. You know, I took a little bit longer, but I got there. You know, it's probably like our approach in life. Like, you are very quick. you got to do things yesterday. And you're already ready for tomorrow and the next day. Yeah. You know, it's really hard for you to be present. Whereas I'm, oh, I'm just here. I'm chill. I just love just sitting in it like appreciation and <laughs> i do things a lot slower just because that's how i am oh it frustrates the shit out of me yeah, i appreciate it but it frustrates I me know, <laughs> you frustrate me because i'm like oh my god he's rushing like stop rushing it's not a rush i just but think not, i just yeah. forward think it's where i feel comfortable that's it and i've learned that because i'm a generator and you're a manifesting generator honestly these these little things that i've learned along the way because i'm like i need to understand us i need to understand that i actually can't change you fully like that it's like there's things that you can change. You, got, you know, I can say, can you just not put your socks on the floor, put them in the dirty, you know, that kind of shit you can change because it's, you know, habits. But this is like your blueprint. This is how you work. This is how you function best. So I don't want to, I don't want to stop that. I want to encourage you to continue doing that. But I want to let you know that it's not going to take, it, it is, I can't it is, function like that way. Saying, I, I have, I'm list and detail, detail oriented, right? Give me a, a list and a time frame, and I'll do very well. Now, that can be pathological when I get so absorbed in the list that if it takes, you know, something over days, yeah. for example, it's not like a daily list, it's a, like a list that takes, let's say, a week, you know, I will get so caught up in, okay, how I need to tackle the next, the next thing to do tomorrow. Yeah. So that I could get done, and, and I, I will lose sleep over that type of thing. I know you do. So it's not, it's, it's not everything, of course, in always, moderation. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, always, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not always to my benefit. But but we, we gauge that. Of, I think that balance me, now yeah. that yeah, and it's like it's when when I I know when you've pushed it, I know when you yeah, need it, <laughs> and then I know when you're just going a bit too, and I'm like, can you stop? And yeah. you're like, and no, 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 no. And I need that, and that's why I need your influence. Yeah, and then and then I when for me I when I'm doing things a bit too slowly and you say, can you just come on, just, just speed it up a little bit. Yeah, sometimes you just you, need a gentle nudge. You need a gentle nudge and you need, I need a, and you need a gentle pullback. Yeah. And we allow each other, we're open. 
again, coming back to that the first thing we're talking about, we're open to receiving that guidance, that energy. I'm open to receiving that from you. And it's like that's why relationships are so important and why they have to be like they have to like who is it? But a lot of people, everyone says like all of those, um, I don't want to call them like um, motivational people, but it's just easier to say that. But, you know, they say surround yourself with the energy that like that aligns with you, but also lifts you up. Like your people that actually want to see you succeed and are there for you when you fall and all of that. Like they, that is something, there's something in that. There is something in that. What And they, it, they give you explanations. They go, I hung around people that are low vibration. Not just low vibration. They were just not willing to grow. You know, they, they, they would say, you know, I was around people who just hated money and hated success and hated all these things and all that. And it's like, well, you know, is there another way to do this? Like, I want to feel better. This doesn't make me feel good. You know, like the last two years I've changed incredibly. I've changed so much and I, it shocks me and I'm terrified to go out and and just show up differently. Like I'm a different person. Like I'm on a cellular level, I, I'm cha- I've changed. I'm shedding so much of my old self. I don't even recognize that version of me anymore. And But the thing is being open to a better to a better life, to better energy, to more powerful energy, to encouraging energy, to like all of that is so important to me now. And I'm that's I'm so sensitive that I'm like I, I need to actually have stronger, stronger like forces around me that help lift me up and guide me. Like I think the obviously you, you need you need to have people around you that love you and that want to bring you up, right? And you need to view people around you as well in the same light. And that's why sometimes some people you just know, like I said, early on, mm. you need if you know that a relationship's not going to be meaningful, you've got to just you have to let it go yeah. because it's not doing anything for you. If you have if you surround yourself with relationships that do something for you now, especially us, take us as an obvious example. We're married, yeah. our lives are intertwined. Now, of course, I want to see you thrive because your strength is my strength, right? Now, where you're strong, like individually, you're, where you're strong characteristically typically is, yeah, where I'm weak. Your, your intuitive nature is something that I'm incredibly lacking in and I know that if I was able to develop a little bit more of my intuitive nature, it would round me off, I think, a lot more as a person and would make me better. But, yeah. And I need you for that. I need you to continue to show me how to do that, to take my hand and guide me like that, just yeah. like you need me to guide you in, in finding structure yeah. and establishing your grounding on this world, right? And that's what we do for each other. Mm. And you need to, and to realize and to really understand that when you're strong and you're thriving, I'm strong and I'm thriving, right? And even if I don't feel like I'm strong and I'm thriving, because the relationship is such, you can take my hand and you you know you know what I need, right? Because we've opened up to each other. You know what I need for the, yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. And so when I'm not feeling well, I'm feeling a bit flat and you're feeling good, you can guide me. Yeah. You can take me and say, this is the way. Yeah. And then vice versa. If you're feeling shit, then I can do that for you. And that's how you, we kind of were able to work together like that. Because in the beginning, it wasn't always like that. In the beginning, it's like if I was down, you'd come down too. This is that dialogue when, I was talking about. Yeah, this, yeah. I, I don't know how to I don't know how to conceptualize it or to express the concept. Yeah. And so the best thing I can think of is like a dialogue. dialogue is yeah. you just you build up an understanding and an appreciation of each other. Yeah. That it, it continues to deepen, and and you can continue to be there for each other like that, mm. and to create the space and to really thrive in each other's successes yeah do you know what, yeah 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 because yeah. it's like in early in our relationship we would like if, if you were having a bad day i too would have a bad day and if i was having a bad day you too would have a bad day whereas now if i'm having a bad day you help me lift me up so i don't have a bad day i have a i have a um it's not necessarily a good day but an improved day and vice versa. I think we, we have a duty to each other, right? Yeah. We have a responsibility to each other that if you're feeling like shit, you come first. And yeah. I, I have to I have to be there. I have to put down what I'm doing. I have to be there for you. Yeah. And I have to do what I can to, to help bring you forward. And, and, and that's well, the same for you. We've made that promise. You know, I'm not going to choose, I'm not going to prioritize the work that I'm doing over your well-being. And I think, and it's because I want to get you back. I want to do the best that I can to help get you back to a point where you can take the reins and you can go forward and thrive because yeah. then that's when I can then go back and then we're both in that good space together yeah. and then things can happen. And we do that for each other. That's it. And we've learned to do that. Like that's been a really hard journey to break, like to break into. That's, it's, oh, a habit, sorry, to break into. Like it's, 
it was been uncomfortable because I've had to change and open myself up because I haven't been able to trust anyone before you. You know, I never really did. I thought I did. I was very naive, but to trust, I was. It was very difficult for me to be vulnerable. I would, I would, I would literally be someone else for others. I would literally be someone that I'd be a people pleaser. That's a, probably a better way to say. It. I was a people pleaser to a, to a fault. I would, I wouldn't even. I, I was, I was such a people pleaser that I lost myself. I didn't know who I was, and then it created, which sent me spiraling down into depression, and to that point, and that's and I'm like it's destructive when you don't allow yourself to be open to something better that's why now I'm like I've got this vision of for us you know I I said I had that meditation that I well visualization or whatever it was where I was I was taken to my future self to our to our home you know and I've I've clung onto that so much that it's just like you know what I actually have to allow this to get to be better than I, I think it is going to be because I've experienced things now that like I said I'm in, I feel empowered now I'm not just saying I am I am just to convince myself I feel that something is shifting I feel like I am be- beginning that journey of empowerment I'm like I've experienced it now and it's better than I ever thought that I could actually like conceptualizing in my mind like it was just yes it feels good when you're in visual like, oh my god it's beautiful yeah the the, the house and the property and the everything and of course it's going to feel good it's close it's going to look good you know that's the, my standards are like fucking high so of course it's going to look good but I didn't couldn't quite feel it so when now I have much more appreciation I've had to let go of that of what it's what it was giving me because that was that was over like six or seven no longer than that now I don't know how long ago that was and no that was is about five six seven years maybe six years let's just say anyway sorry <laughs> but I've, I haven't I've, I've clung onto it and I haven't allowed it to breathe I haven't allowed God to come in and make it better because I've made different decisions along the way so that changes the course of my future so I'm clinging on to the past. Perhaps that's why I've been struggling to move, to get there because I'm, I'm not letting it go. Yes, I can allow that space to have that, you know, that vision. I can allow, I can hold it there. But if I don't, I mean, if I'm not open to something better and if I'm not open to a better vibration that suits both of us, because back then it was just me. I wasn't with you when I had it. So I'm like, now that I have you, I want to feel, I want to, I want to open more space up for that, for you and for our children and for Mushu and Maya <laughs> and our chickens and our animals and there were things that we're going to have like you have to let you have to release the grip and you've got to be open to what you don't know and what could be rather than that holding on to something that you think you're going to like I'm like I can't I don't even I can't even imagine what I'm going to feel like when we get to that place yeah, but I know excited. that we're going to have to keep going Course, so always going to be more dreams. You don't get to stop. No, your your problems now might dissipate, but problems themselves don't go. No, you you move from one area that has that problem into the next area which has its own set of problems. Mm. You know, just money and material success does not liberate you from issues, the the issues themselves just change, they they become about different objects, and that's that's just yeah, that's just the way it is. It's easier because, like, I releasing, releasing the grip like releasing the idea releasing the perspective like your own perspective once you release and you uh, you allow yourself maybe to see what's beyond the fence i'm just thinking now like we put our fences up as a barrier but we can still see through them it's like it's you still you still you still need to look outside you know you've got to see outside you've got to be able to see where the space to expand into is well that's it otherwise you're not going to expand if you're going to focus on the the um the gate and the, the the um the fences and the boundaries and your your limitations you're not going to go anywhere and you don't I, I don't I don't go anywhere when I'm in my in my comfort and we don't go anywhere when we're in our comfort that's why you've helped stretch me you've helped allow me to move and expand and understand my faith because that's what I'm grounded in my faith grounds me I'm grounded in that it's one thing that guides me I trust it so yeah openness <laughs> What a, what a word to finish on. 
<laughs> we are well over time here. I might end up having to split this into two parts. I was thinking that. <laughs> part one, part two. I'll do a part one and part two, I think. And um, well, I didn't feel like it was finished, but now it feels like it's done. Yeah, I think it, I think it's definitely that definitely was, done. But that was that was good. That was powerful. I hope that was something good in that. <laughs> <laughs> there always is, honey. Of course. The process. It is the process. We're in we the are process. in the process, and in that process, we will make mistakes. Yeah. Of course. We are making mistakes. We are making mistakes and perspectives will change. So I am absolutely not tired or wed to anything besides you. <gasps> I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>